0: Call everyone. I'd like to extend a special welcome to those of you who are joining for maybe your very first call. My name is Tom Miller, and I am your host, your facilitator, and if you'll allow, maybe one day your mentor. Either way, I am extremely honored to be part of your journey. And this is is a great lesson. This is, you know, remember, this is just one lesson of our 12-part empowerment mentoring. Series, And I'm so excited for you to be a part of it. So let's get started. I have found this lesson to be very powerful. And as soon as you begin to understand and contemplate it, it at maybe a deeper level, you're going to see the power in gratitude. And so my intention for this lesson is to explain the difference between gratitude and thanksgiving. You can use this understanding as a way that will allow you to expand your awareness of your oneness or your I am-ness. We've talked about those in other lessons. Your harmony with God, spirit, creative power, infinite intelligence, whatever it is that creative source is to you that we all work with, okay? You choose your creative source, and my intention is to explain the difference between gratitude and thanksgiving and the role that gratitude plays in being in harmony with that power. Now, for me, I am grateful for my family, my friends, my business partner, my strategic partners, my health. And so, as many of you know, my my mother uh, passed away. It's going to be uh, – uh, coming up on six years soon and I never had that chance to say goodbye she 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 died unexpectedly she was having a surgery um, but this was not obviously what the result of the surgery was and and I was recently talking to my mentor about this uh, situation and he said you know when my when my father was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, I shared with people that I was grateful for that cancer. And, and obviously, when I heard it, I was like, how can anybody be grateful for cancer? And so he had shared with me that, you know, pancreatic cancer gave him and his family the gift of a lifetime, right? We, you know... We had a preferred outcome of what, of what they wanted for their dad's life, but that outcome wasn't going to happen. It was his time to transition, he explained. And so he shared that he was grateful for cancer because cancer gave him that opportunity to spend time with him. You see, gratitude is a positive emotion or attitude in acknowledgment of a benefit that we have received or will receive. And I had to look back on that, you know, moment because as I was so angry at the result of my mom's surgery, I was angry at myself that I wasn't there, that I wasn't with her to hold her hand as she. And she went into the operating room to, you know, repair um, an issue that she had with, with her back. I never thought about the two-hour phone call we had that day. See, I let my anger emotions take over my gratitude emotion. And there's a big difference between thanksgiving and gratitude. I'm also grateful for things coming into the future that have not yet manifested. But I know through my understanding that they're in the process of unfolding. And I'll teach this concept a little bit later as it relates to gratitude in this lesson. And I think what I'm about to tell you will will tie in the whole lesson and really give you a stronger sense that there's an entire industry around saying thank you. Now, think of this. Millions of dollars are spent each year on gifts, you know, thank you gifts, thank you cards, thank you flowers, thank you chocolates. When we thank somebody, what we're doing is we're acknowledging that we have received something and our thanks Giving reflects our inner feelings, our heartfelt thanks, something we truly feel in our hearts, something that we received maybe in physical form. Okay, we give thanks for our inner feelings, heartfelt thanks that we feel in our hearts, or maybe we receive something in physical form. Now, gratitude is also an attitude that we have and also an expression for things received, but there is a difference. This is a kind of like the difference between inspiration and motivation. Oftentimes, faith and belief are also interchanged. Sometimes inspiration and motivation are interchanged. Gratitude and thanksgiving are also interchanged. The inspiration is being called into who you are, Motivation makes you go someplace. They both have movement, but one at a deeper level. And I think when we look at gratitude and thanksgiving, they're both attitudes of sentiment and acknowledgement of receiving something. However, when we give thanks, typically it's for the things received tangibly in our hands. Gratitude is thanking and having the same conviction of thanks in advance of receiving it. You know, Gratitude goes uh, well beyond just saying thanks in an essence of expression of God's law of spirit, attitude of the heart and faith. And what I would like to do now is help tie this lesson in. So, so grab, a, grab a piece of paper or something to write with, you know, as, as long as you're not driving listening to this. Uh, and in the upper left-hand corner, I want you to write the letter S, S as in Sam, in the upper left-hand corner of your paper. And next to it, write the letter E as in Edward. And then next to it, write the letter C as in Charlie, right? So now you should have the letters S, E, C in the upper left-hand corner. Now, halfway down on the left-hand column, write the letter I, okay, the letter I. And all the way down in the bottom left-hand corner, write the letter P, okay, so you should have SEC in the top left-hand corner, the letter I on the left-hand side, middle through the paper, and then the letter P at the very bottom left, okay? So, S stands for spirit, okay? S stands for spirit. I'm writing spirit on my paper. E stands for energy, And C stands for the creative power or whatever you want to call this power, okay? I, I refer to it as spirit, but creative power is your C. Now, I stands for intellectual faculties, intellectual faculties. These are the activities of those, you know, faculties, which, which we can call our mind, okay? I's intellectual faculties, the activities of these faculties. Now, to me, I refers to the intellectual faculties of perception, reason, will, imagination, and intuition. Okay, I is, for me, from what I've learned in my understanding, perception, reason, will, imagination, and intuition. So these are the intellectual faculties that we have all been given. Okay, everybody has these. The I represents the intellectual faculties of our conscious mind, right? And our other than conscious mind, okay? It's the, the conscious mind and our other than conscious mind. It's, it's a movement that takes place between all of these that's in our mind. And now P stands for your, for your physical world, okay? So I'm writing physical world next to my P. And this is the world that we see, smell, taste, and touch. So now go back to the top, right, to the SEC, and right, right next to it the word source, okay? Your, their source. So that's next to the SEC. Now, this is, this is truly the spirit, the infinite intelligence, and the creative energy, okay? the spirit, the infinite, any talents, that whole creative power, that is your source, okay? And so if you've read the book, Think and Grow Rich by uh, Napoleon Hill, it's another book that we uh, study in our program. He called this the formless substance, right? Also referred to it as God, intelligent substance, natural principle, universal understanding. But we we just want to recognize that there is a source, Okay, that SCC is your, is your source, that spirit, that energy, that creative power. Okay, that's, that is your source. Now, next to source, you're going to write the word idea. Okay, so using intellectual faculties, using imagination, using intuition, using perception, Conscious reasoning, other than our conscious mind, how we will reason, all that movement allows us to become aware of what we call our ideas. Okay? So, our spirit, our energy, and our creative power are our source, and our source results in ideas. Okay? So, in, in a puffy cloud, go ahead. You could put a puffy cloud around there. Idea. I feel like little Bob Ross there. <laughs> nice little puffy cloud. Okay. You're writing the word idea. So, now, on the bottom of the page, all right, just to the right of the letter P with your physical, um, you know, with your your physical world, write the word, write the word results. Okay, so you should have results at the bottom of your page next to your physical world, next to P. So we have our spiritual, intellectual, and and, uh, physical, right? So that's that's who you and I are. You know, we, you know, we are that, you know, uh, we are spiritual beings. We are gifted with an intellect living in a physical body. Okay, let me say that again. We're spiritual beings gifted with an intellect living in a physical body. And we experience this entire universe simultaneously on three planes, three planes, sorry, as spiritual beings, intellectual beings and Physical beings, right? So three planes, spiritual beings, intellectual beings, and physical beings. And we recognize each of these has, has an attribute. And that spiritual part of us is, is that source power, right? And there is a source, you know, one source. And, and as this power flows into our mind, we create out of this source whatever we want to call it. And I'm, we're going to call it an idea. Okay, your spirit, energy, and creative power are your source, and that is where you get your ideas. Then, an idea moves into form. Okay, we call it result. So most of us say we have an idea when we say we would like to grow, you know, improve our school or grow our business or, um, uh, you know, lose weight or or you know have a better you know family, whatever it is you know, buy a new house, improve our health, right? Whatever we're working towards, right? An idea for that, right? An idea for improved relationship, right? I have an idea. Now, as soon as we get results on a physical plane, as soon as that idea becomes manifested into physical results, what do we do? We celebrate, right? Don't we? Don't you celebrate when your idea Becomes a manifestation, right? I achieved the goal. We get excited, and we and we should get excited because we had an idea, and then over time that idea moved into form, right? We had an idea for uh, a new school improvement initiative. You know, we had an idea for a new lesson that you know was going to you know reach our students, or we had an idea to you know you know improve our business. Maybe it was a new product and and it you know, resulted in increased income or you know, you know, better health. Whatever it is, we celebrate. We, we share the accomplishment. We acknowledge the accomplishment. We promote the fact that there was accomplishment to other people. Now, notice the difference in the time between the two. We had an idea one day. Sometimes it takes a week, a month. A day, six months, a year before we actually get results. Now, do you, do you realize that this process is actually governed by law? It's a law of gender. See, the idea is an intellectual seed. It's a seed in our mind. An idea is a seed. And like all seeds, if the seed is placed conducive to its growth, and if it's nurtured, it begins to grow and bear fruit that process or that growing process is covered by the law of gender. And this tells us that there's an incubation and gestation period. And we can take this intellectual idea and we can place it in an environment that is not conducive to growth, right? You can take this idea and place it in, in, in an environment that is not conducive to growth. We can place that idea in, a, in an environment of doubt, in an environment of fear, environment of apathy, an environment of poverty, an environment of procrastination where we just don't do anything about it, just sits there. We can place it in an environment where we allow it to be criticized by other people. Ultimately, we choose what happens with that idea. We choose whether we even share it. And if it comes to fruition, it manifests into physical form. Then then, and only then, do we celebrate. And I'm going to, you, know, su- you know, really suggest that it's okay that we celebrate, but really not that logical, not logical, because imagine if you were holding a basketball and you let it go. The basketball would hit the ground and bounce. I mean, w- would you celebrate then? Would you say, wow, look what I do? had an idea to make a basketball bounce. Would you celebrate that? No, you would not celebrate that because everyone knew it was going to bounce as soon as you let it go. How do we know it was going to bounce? Because it's a law, right? It's a law. Do you realize that the moment you get an idea, it's a predictable result that it's going to happen? Because you would not have received the idea unless it would happen. The only thing that could prevent you from happening and moving it into physical form is you. The environment you choose to place that seed in. It's all about where you place that seed. It's got nothing to do with the current economy. It has nothing to do with our current COVID-19 conditions. It's nothing to do with government. Every single thing has to do with you and the environment that you place that seed in. See, I think we should begin to celebrate not when our idea moves to physical form. I think the true celebration begins when we get the idea. Because where did the idea come from? I used to say Oh, I have this brilliant idea. Did you really? All by yourself? Where did that idea come from, Tom? The source of supply. It supplies everything. This power, this spirit, God, creative, intelligent energy. It's the stuff where everything comes from. So where did this idea come from? There's only one source. And its source is perfect in its expression. That source does not make junk. That source is abundant in nature. As we begin to understand, all of a sudden I got an idea, you will ask, how did it come to me? There's a part of you that's not you. And uh, thought leader Mary, Mary Morrissey teaches this concept better than anyone. She says, you can feel your body breathe, okay? You can feel your body breathe. You can feel your feet move. You can feel the weight of your body against the chair versus the floor. And yet you can recognize the part of you that observing your body is not your body. You can think of past times, of happy times, of sad times, and recognize that there's a part of you That is not that memory, but you can observe that feeling, can't you? Just as there's a part of you that can see and create into the future a life that you want to create, it's not that part. It's not that part that can observe that part. This part works with the creative source. You see, everything in life has been created twice. Once through your creative source and once physically. Either knowingly or unknowingly, we communicated to this creative power a wish, a want, a desire, an unexpressed possibility. That possibility, that part of you, that observer part of you, the spiritual essence who, who you are, has communicated to the source of sources. This source has responded to you by blessing you with an idea. This source could have given you an idea for business, health, relationships, school improvement, student improvement, whatever. This source, right, this source had, had the ability to give it to anybody on the planet. There's over 6.5 billion with a B of us. but the source chose you. You have been entrusted with that seed. We think, <laughs> I mean, right, you're driving, the, you're driving down the road and all of a sudden, boop, we had an idea. Is it really just all of a sudden? Is it just boop, there it is? Or you're in the shower, right, and you're calm, or you're taking a walk and boop, oh, I had this idea. And what I'm suggesting here is that there's there's a time frame from the idea to the physical result. There's a time frame that happened from source and you getting it. We all say it just all of a sudden, and 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 no, <laughs> no. I mean, it took me. It took me, I'm 44 years old now. This is my sixth year running this business. It took me 38 years to come up with the idea to to start my business, right, and all kinds of conditions and circumstances in my life that had to happen to prepare me to run this business. I had to be a stutterer, right? I had to have that that moment on the podium in front of my seventh grade peers, I had to be a stutterer. I had to, you know, I had to be raised, raised by a single mom. I had to be, you know, I had to be, uh, um, you, know, you know, dadless for some time. Right? I had to be raised, raised by individuals who, who, you know, who, who themselves were addicts. Right, I myself had to be an addict. I had to, I had to work at you know Pizza Hut for five dollars an hour, washing dishes and cutting pizzas. You know, I had to, I had to be a bartender. I had to be a teacher. I had to own my own you know painting company when I was in college, trying to pay, pay away my gambling debt. Like you know, I, I had to be and do all those things I had to be I had to be a had to be exceptional children's teacher I had to you know I had to be a you know charter school principal I had to you know I had to work at UNC Wilmington to to go to the to the doctoral program to to write my dissertation on charter schools I had to you know I had to do that in order to be recruited by the North Carolina Office of Charter Schools and and you know work there and I had to and I had to join the John Maxwell team in order to to, to know that that I was fully resourced to, to run a business. I had to I had to quit my very easy <laughs> cushy government job in order to do what's harder, in order to live out my purpose. I had to you know I had to partner with um, John Maxwell and Paul Martinelli and, you know, the whole empowered living community to be able to bring you this lesson. Like for you to listen to this lesson. All those things plus a thousand things had to happen. All those things. I had to quit. Good jobs. (laughs) I had to be watching Shark Tank in April of 2014. I had to be listening. I had to be listening at that time to, to jump off of the couch and say, That's me. I'm too comfortable. I think I'm supposed to be doing something else. I have an idea. (laughs) I said to my wife, everything in my life had to happen in order for the soil to be ripe, to be entrusted with the seed of this program. We should celebrate when we get the idea. When we get the results in physical form, we say thank you. Because now it's in my hand. It's like someone boxed it and we received it in physical form. Saying thank you does not require a whole lot of faith. We already have it. Gratitude allows us to say that. Although we don't have it in physical form, I understand this idea came from somewhere. And that somewhere is the source of sources. It is God. It is the is. It is It is it is creative power, it is infinite intelligence, perfect in expression. It knows only abundance and it and it has chosen me to birth to this seed. It chose me to give birth to this seed. It has prepared me my whole life. And I didn't get this idea when I was thirty seven because I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready, but I got it now, and the fact that I've been entrusted with it tells me that it can be done. The only thing standing in my way is me and the decisions I make for that seed. That's what gratitude is. Gratitude is being thankful for that which has not yet appeared in form, but it is In process, gratitude is an expression of God's law of faith. We move without knowing the next step. We move without fully understanding how, but we know that there's a power that is being divinely expressed right now as you're listening to this. You've all had that idea, right? Recently, you know, recently we had a a friend in need, and and so, you know, we wanted to help out, and and they just, you know, this is what they needed for this, you know, treatment, and and they came, you know, uh, to me and 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 asked, you know, for help, and I said, well, sure. So an idea came to me at that moment, I got an idea, but where did it where did it come from? That idea manifested, but where did it come from? It came from my desire to help them right and as I expressed this desire, I communicated that to god how How can I help? I asked God, and God said, Boop' here is your answer. Knowing all the conditions and circumstances in your life, here is an idea that will work. So we, we gathered around a table and we put forth the steps of this, this, this idea of what we needed to do next and everybody agreed to it and we were able to execute on that very simple idea. But that idea didn't, it wasn't mine before. I didn't have it. It's not that I sat around with a list of ideas and was waiting for someone to ask me for help. I have a desire to help. I have a desire to be the difference maker. I think on it every day but it wasn't until I asked for help, did that idea specifically for that individual come. And I'm honored that we were able to move that idea into form and to help help that friend in need. See, I would not have been given that idea unless I could. I've probably known this <laughs> idea for for years before I actually physically used it so go back to your sheet with your spirit energy, creative power and your source right That's your idea in your puffy cloud and in the middle you should have intellectual faculties and at the bottom you have physical world, and those are your results here. So one of the things you may want to do is the next time you're thinking about your goals, write the goal next to the letter I, because that goal was an idea. (laughs) Where did that idea come from? Recognize where the idea came from and recognize that it came only from your source of supply. Your source, right? You could say, you know, my friend Mary, Jim, or Tom gave it to me. But where did they get the idea? Your friend may have been the person this, this source used to deliver it to you, and that's what happened with that, that family situation. I was the source of the idea to help them get a better result keep tracing it back to its original source. And this original source, it's, it's, it's perfect in its expression. Again, the source knows only abundance. It's perfect. And it's chosen you. It has matched you, your life conditions, your circumstances, all of your trials, all of your errors, all of your shortcomings, all of your successes, all the things that you think you are not. It has taken this into consideration. Here's your idea. Here's the idea that's going to work for you. Boop. Do you think this source would give you an idea that doesn't work? <laughs> Let me ask that again. Do you think this source would give you an idea that doesn't work? No, not at all. Because every idea will work. this process is governed by the law of gender. An understanding of gratitude is an understanding of the law of gender. So there's a law of gender that is in play. The moment of your conception that has prepared you for all the ideas and dreams that you have right now, everything that has occurred in your life, things that you have decided to be good or bad, all have been necessary for you to be right where you are right now, to receive that next idea, to express this part of you that is you, but not you. This spiritual essence of who you are is always seeking fuller expression in your life. This creative power has gifted you with an idea. It has taken you your entire life to be prepared for this. And now an idea has been given to you. It doesn't move into form overnight. It now moves into process. Sometimes it happens quickly sometimes slowly. We don't know the gestation period for an idea seed. We know the gestation period for a seed of barley, of wheat, and even a human baby. But we don't know the gestation period of an idea. But we do know this. We can kill the seed if we don't place it in an environment conducive to its unfoldment, a place that affirms it, supported by other people. If you don't place it in an environment where it can expand its understanding and expression, if you don't place it in an environment where it can expand its understanding and expression, that's what you're doing right now. That's why you're, that's why you're listening to this lesson. That's why you've invested into this program. Between these calls, there are all kinds of stuff that happens in our life. This allows us to get re-centered, redirected, and stay focused on what it is that we want. Being part of this program becomes a part of your true north. And that's what he was saying. Wallace Waddles, on his chapter on gratitude, in his book, The Science of Getting Rich, he says, it's, it is easy to understand That the closer we live to the the source of wealth, the more wealth we shall receive. It is easy to understand that the closer we live to the source of wealth, the more wealth we shall receive. And it's easy to understand that a soul that is always grateful lives in closer touch with God than the one who never looks at God for thankful acknowledgement. The soul that is always grateful is looking at the source always contemplating the source, always contemplating the perfection, abundance of expression. It does not allow negative thoughts of lack, limitation, or doubt. How can it, how can it, how can it if you are living next to the source? It's easy to understand that a soul that is always grateful lives closer in touch with God than the one who never looks at him for thankful acknowledgment. And I think when we begin to look at gratitude in our ideas as it relates to gratitude this way, it gives us a more mature perception of what ideas are. We begin to honor the idea. We begin to question the source of the idea. Are these ideas truly coming from the source or from doubt and limitation? How do we know this idea came from the source? And like we said in our call on faith, you know because you know the voice. You have become able to distinguish the voice of truth from all other voices. How? You do it by getting interested in the voice, just as you know my voice. And just when I know, you know, our most Dedicated partners in this program, you know Tammy and Mark and and Steve and Ryan and Mary Jo and my partner Katie. Like when they all come on this line, like I've I have come to know their voice. How? Because I'm 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 interested in you, in your life. Your life helps me live out my purpose. I'm interested in your life, and I'm, I'm interested in, you know, being part of that journey and, and help, you know, guide you when, when, when you ask. I, I care for you, and I know you all care for me, and we all care about this, about this program, about this empowerment mentoring program. We, you know, we share an interest, so we know each other's voices. We know when something's not right, something is wrong, like, you know, we know that quickly. That's what gratitude is. It draws us closer. It's an expression of faith. And even though it has not moved in the physical form, we know that we have been gifted with an idea for a purpose. And we know that our, that our life, we have been prepared for that, that next step. All of our lives, we've been preparing for that next step. And we were given that idea right now. And we might... We may respond, now is not a good time. Are you sure? And we respond, as soon as circumstances change. You see, the source knows the time. The time to start is now. You got the idea. Now is the time to start. Be grateful for the idea, be grateful for everything that is going to occur in its unfoldment. For me, that has been my journey of understanding what gratitude is. Gratitude as opposed to Thanksgiving. And on Thanksgiving, we give thanks for everything received over the past year. Thankful for everything in front of us, everything we hear, see, smell, taste, touch. We give thanks. But wouldn't it be neat that if on Thanksgiving while everyone else is giving thanks for all the good that has happened to them, we start a family tradition and we give thanks to all the good things to happen, I encourage you to start a family tradition. Give gratitude for all the things that are to happen because you have faith and you know that God is good and God is abundance. And Source has chosen right now to give you those ideas. What a cool thing to do! Hey, everybody. This is Tom Miller, and I hope you've enjoyed our complimentary lesson on gratitude. And as I mentioned, you know this uh, lesson is part of a much larger program that we run. It's one of our most popular programs called Empowerment Mentoring. And what and what Empowerment Mentoring is, is it's it's really designed. To help individuals uh, one grow their inner self, and to and to not only set those goals, but really address any of those BS we'll call them belief systems that may be may be barriers to their overall success. And and what it includes is 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 every month there will be two live leadership lessons, just like the one you just heard on gratitude, and we'll talk about. The comfort zone. We'll talk about uh, a purpose, vision, and goals, and and perception, and drama, and and uh, forgiveness, and attitude, and 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 ten steps to to new uh, beliefs and and harmony, and and just really give you not only uh, the the tools because you're already fully resourced the tools and the awareness to grow into the individual who receives all of the gifts of those ideas. So we would love to have you as part of this program. Uh, there's a special opportunity waiting for you. Uh, you can uh, click on the link in the show notes for the Empowerment Mentoring Program, or you can go to our website at leaders-building-leaders.com forward slash empowerment mentoring. Uh, or like I said, go to the link in the show notes uh, or on the email that you received and take advantage of this opportunity. And so as a, a special... Uh, one-time limited offer, uh, it, is, it is less than, less than uh, $10 a month to be part of this amazing mentoring journey, uh, or you can bring your entire organization in for $3 a day <laughs> for the entire year. So uh, uh, come on in. We would love to have you as part of our Empowerment Mentoring uh, community. It's one of our most uh, popular programs, and one year from this day, one year from this day. Uh, you will be not only uh, with higher awareness, uh, but you will be fully resourced and achieving those goals that at one point you may have said, now not the right time. But So don't waste another minute. Hop into our program. Get, uh, take advantage of our special offers that we've got uh, going on based upon you listening to this call. And so I am so grateful for you, and, and I'm so grateful for the constant opportunities Uh, and the ideas uh, that come through our community programs. And uh, I hope you have a blessed day with your family. Thanks, everybody.